Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. <clears throat> and here we are again for another boardroom chat Praise. number 105. You keep counting these things. Glory to God. Yes. I, I guess so. 105. That's, That's good. 105 weeks. Yes. How many years is that? That's two years? Over and a week. two years. Yeah. Praise God. What a blessing of the Lord. I hope oh, you enjoy those. And we're still going strong. People are watching from all over the world. Oh, and that's what I like. I want to do something today. Kathy don't even know where I'm going. I never do. She never does, and neither do I until I was walking across the parking lot. It's to called come being led by the Holy Ghost. Led by the Holy Ghost. Praise Fresh God. Fresh off the, off the grill. Hallelujah. <laughs> I asked a person one time, they want a diet. I said, how do you, what do you eat? She said, I, I'm just led. I'm just led, and, and that thought, works. Led, but it's works like, for her. Led right straight to the donuts. You know? <laughs> That's, That's not, no. Stuff. No, no. But anyway, God is so good and gracious. I want to talk about, Kathy, we were talking this morning, uh, and um, she just preached a sermon, or finished out a series, uh -huh. and went and kind of got in my spirit, and I was thinking about it, and the last words that Jesus said, mm -hmm. and I start putting two and two together come up for, because people ask me all the time, you work so much, how come you preach so much? Because as soon as I finish this, me and boom, I'm, I'm heading out, I'm flying out of here to, to preach a, uh, a service. It's to be witnesses. What does it mean to be a witness? You know, a lot of people know about Christianity, but do, really, do they really know about a witness for Christ? Yeah. See, that's the vast difference. There are a lot of people know about God, but they don't know God. Yes. They know religion. In fact, if you ask people, uh, are you religious? I'm a Baptist. They don't say they're a Christian. I'm a Baptist. I'm a Methodist. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying it's what is your witness when people see you? Right. Spiritually, physically, financially. The Bible said, to him that knoweth do good and doeth not. To him that is sin. So you had just finished preaching, I believe, in the church. And what was the title of your message? My series was called Empowered. And the one on Sunday was the conclusion, which was number seven. And it was called Empowered to witness for okay. Jesus. How do you do that? Well, you let your light shine and you be led by the Spirit that? of God. How do you let your light shine? I, I, I'm going to interview today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going at you. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, I think you just are led by the Spirit of God and you just you just let Him come out of you. His character. Examples. His examples. <laughs> examples. Okay, well, so like right now. A good now, interviewer I'm... will pull it out of you. I'm a good interviewer. Are you? Examples. <laughs> Give me an example because, uh, well, see, people, I, I, it really. My example, really, my first example was that I was a witness to you. When I got born again, I really, my because I was changed, like I often say, from the inside out, I'll, before I got born again, I didn't even think about God. But after I got born again, that's all I could think about. And I wanted everybody mm -hmm. I knew, especially you, because we were just newly married and I just, we were close. I wasn't living close to my family at the time. I wanted you to experience what I had experienced. I wanted to be a wit I wanted you to know what how important Jesus was to me and to the whole world. And so I just did I would try to get read to you with the words what I was what mm -hmm. happened to me. Tell you what happened to me. Right. And, and in other words you so I put it into what, words what was in my heart. I remember the first time that I told this on Sunday. The first time I went home and visited your mother and uh, she had heard that I got born again. In fact, we had talked on the phone and she had helped me. Your dad sent me his Bible because I'd never read the Bible before I got born again. But I remember when I got there and I sat there with her on the couch and she says, tell me what happened to you. She basically was telling me, give, give me your testimony. Right. And, uh, and so I remember starting to try to tell her and I couldn't even put it into words. I was just crying. But the reality of a changed life, even if you can't articulate it and say it, say it the way you would like to, which I 
couldn't for many, many years because it was so precious. She could recognize it, and I just was crying when I was sharing, uh, trying to tell her what had happened to me. She said, that's the golden finger of God touching your heart. Praise and I've Lord. never forgotten that. And it's so true, and it's touching so my you heart say, even now. So you say one of the examples of being a Christian is a testimony. A living reality. Yes, am, am I correct yes. in saying yeah, that? Yeah, and I love that because, you know, even in a court of law, there are people who come to be a witness. Right. You have the character witness. Right. You have, uh, that just tells about who you are. But then there's the, they call them the, uh, the, per, the other kind of witness, well, the one who knows the technical things. What did they call that? I, I don't know. Well, I've well, had it in my mind a minute ago. But there's different types of witnesses. There's a, and then there's the perfect witness, the pers person who was an eyewitness. Well, and so John, the, and I read when I sort of talked about earlier, we, have, we have, maybe have not been an eyewitness, but I have a heart witness that God is real. And that needs to be, that was communicated to you. So one of the examples you could say, out of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So whatever you're saying, your words are witnessing felt. things. Your words are producing a witness, whatever you say, spiritually, right. physically, financially. Are you saying that? I'm saying that's that. That's one of those examples. You see, that's what I'm talking about. And you've heard me say this many times. The only Jesus and people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me, which means that your light should go before you ever say anything. In other words, when you come in, the room, in, in a room and you know the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, people should sense something has changed because you walked into that room. Mm -hmm. Not because you, the man, or you, the woman, but because what's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Well, any yeah, anytime you really believe in something, you, get, you become passionate about it, mm -hmm. and you really want to share, tell people all about it. I mean, mm -hmm. people, that happens to people like when, uh, even if it's fake news, they, they become evangelists for fake news, and they want to tell everybody and influence people because it's what they believe in, even if they're, they're truly wrong. You know, but when we believe in what the Word of God said, it is based in truth. And when it transforms your life, you just want everybody to know about this good so, life that you found. I'm saying this when you're a witness, it's based in your character. See, in other words, people read, they see more than they hear. Well, so you should show them something. Well, it's so important. In fact, that's what I was sharing in Acts chapter 1. It, the Bible talks about how Jesus had been on the earth for like, after his resurrection, it was 40 days, and this uh -huh. was 10 days before Pentecost. And so he starts telling his disciples these last words in, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, gives G the last words that Jesus spoke while on the earth. And in verse 9, it goes on to say that he went up into heaven, and the angels... Let, if you don't mind, let me interrupt Let's read it. Okay, go it's ahead. It's Acts chapter 1, verse 8, reading out of the King James. He said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is upon you. I'm going to stop right there. It's very vital that you understand the power of the Holy Ghost. And yet he's been spoken against many, many times. Yes. He said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost will come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and into the uttermost parts of the world. In verse 9, and when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, they, he was taken up and a cloud received them out of their sight. Mm -hmm. Now watch that, verse 10, and while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as they went out, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Now, my point is this, so the last words of Jesus says, is to be a witness of who he is. Yeah, and you can't really do that effectively is that with, one of the without the works? power of the Holy Spirit. Is that one of the greater works he talked about in St. John 14? What do, you, what do you think? Very, very, I say unto he that believeth on me, the works that I do. I believe that. I don't believe you can do it without the power of the Holy That's Spirit. Right. In fact, Jesus walked in the power of the Holy Spirit while he was on the earth. You know, 
when till Jesus made 30, you really don't have anything in the Bible that records any miracles that he did. All people have speculated about it. It doesn't record that. Right. When he was 29, he was just as much the son of God as he, as he was when he was 30. But right. after he was baptized, the Bible starts recording as he left that spot and God spoke from heaven and said, this is my beloved son. Mm -hmm. Well, then he, you started seeing the manifestations of the miracles in the earth. Right. That was the manifestations of the spirit of God, the power of the Holy Spirit on Jesus yeah, but I want to get to the, the example. Here, I'm trying to pull it up. Is that a greater work? And you ask me, well, do you think so? I personally do. Just because we do in this boardroom chat, we're talking to more people right now than Jesus ever did when he physically walked the planet Earth. Right, because we have right now, I looked it up a few days ago. So that is a greater we work. We have 1.5 million followers. And that's, that's followers. And that's not just people who view and maybe look at it, but there's a lot... The, and the people are sharing it. Hey, so the word of God is going out, and that's a big voice, and yeah, I thank God hey, for George it. George is in here. How many people have contacted us uh, when we started social media? Over, 30, over 36 million people really? and comments and different things. Views so that's what I mean engagement. by a greater work. So in other words, since we have this technology today, uh, this is running 24-7, seven days a week, in every area of our lives now yeah. because of, I guess, the Internet, call it what you want. And that's why God said, go to the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It's like creature. God sped up the time mm -hmm. with, and we have an urgency in our voice to, to, in our lives to get this voice out in as many outlets, as many platforms as we can. Right. We now, even expanded into TikTok because that's where a lot of people are. Yeah. Whether we agree with what all these other platforms are doing or not, that's not the point. Right. It's a door. It's an opportunity. It's a platform right. that we can get the message of the gospel out. But the whole key to being a witness is, is to let people not only hear, but see what God has done for people in their lives. You know, we're only one decision away from total peace. Well, uh, someone asked me about this war going on in Ukraine right now. We're only one decision away. All uh, Putin's got to do is say, just one decision, uh, we stop. All the guys quit shooting. Everything stops, turns around, and goes back to Russia or whatever. You know, we're only one decision away going from $5 a gallon down to a, a normal, but just said, we're not going to charge that anymore. Right. And one decision away. One decision away from stopping abortion in our nation, which is murdering so many millions yeah. every single day. And I understand the people that are, you may not believe me, but I understand the people that are pro-choice, as well as the people that are pro-life. I saw a joke, a cartoon. Let, let me finish this statement, because this is the delicate thing when you're dealing with abortion, mm -hmm. and she brought it up. I understand what you're saying, that this is my body. And I have a right to do whatever I want with it. I'm going to help you. I agree with that. But there is a condition to that. Everything has a condition. There's a dividing line because you see when you're dealing with someone else's life, you have to take into consideration their will. And that baby is alive. It's alive and doing well in, in, in your womb. You see what I'm saying? So I understand you get mad at me about that. I understand that you want to be free. I understand all that. But the whole key to that is that child, if it could talk, I probably would say, Mama, don't kill me. Or Daddy, you know what I'm saying? Don't do this. Don't do that. Whatever. And I, I, maybe you don't know what else to do. I, I, I don't know. I've never, I've never been in that position, never will, because I'm a man. And Kathy's never been in that position neither. So I understand. I'm not just throwing at you, mad at you. What I'm saying mm -hmm. is, is to make you understand, because someone decided to have you, we can hear what you have to say. We can hear what you believe because your mother decided to birth you. Even the ones that the parents walked away from them 
orphan, just to kick it. At least we still, you still have that opportunity to say, I agree or disagree. See, so what's happening is you shutting off, on this abortion thing, you shutting off all the future of someone that, never, that will never exist, that did exist, but never, have a, never had the opportunity to do what you're doing. So I think it's worth the cause to say, wait a minute. I'm going to give this person a chance to live. Mm -hmm. Now, I personally believe that, but I'm not here to condemn you. I don't believe in condemnation. There's therefore now no condemnation. But what I'm saying is, thank God that your mother birthed you. So you could say, I'm pro-choice. Or that you could say, I'm pro-life. Or that you can say, I got born again. Or look what the, uh, I, I created a history. There was a very famous person in New Orleans just passed away, and she was kind of called the Queen of Bourbon Street. Well, you know, if somebody would have destroyed her in the womb, we would have never known who she was. Would have never known what she did. Now, I'm not agreeing. What she, I'm not saying what she did was wrong or right. I'm not here to judge that person. I'm saying this: they had the opportunity to live the way they wanted to live. Right. So I think every child that's been aborted has has been has that opportunity has been thrown away. And it should not be. Why? Because of you. Because somebody gave you an opportunity to live. I hope I'm explaining that correctly. So that's what I mean by being a witness. Now, when you witness for Jesus, Kathy, when you, God gave you that message, that doesn't mean you don't go browbeat, browbeat people to try to get them born again. No, it correct? just means that, like anything, you, you should get an opportunity and you're sensitive. You share what's important to you. You, you love people enough to tell them the truth. And you the best thing you can do is tell them what happened to you. Especially right. me, when I got born again, I couldn't read the verses. of this. I didn't know the Bible. I had never really read mm -hmm. it. But I knew what I had was real. Right. And I started learning and studying the Word of God back in 1973. And I've been a student of the Word right. all these years. We were and married about awesome. what, two years, two or three years when you got born again? Uh, three years. Three years. Yeah, yeah. We were married in 1970. We'll be married 52 now, years. Now, let me June. help you. Uh, even before she got married, even after she got um, born again, Kathy was still Kathy. That's not the issue. I didn't see, to me, I thought, man, nothing changed because you, do no, you don't do wrong. You're not a sinner like me, you know. I was judging you by my faults. And, things, and then when you said, well, no, I was rejecting Jesus as Lord and Savior of my life. That doesn't mean you didn't believe in Jesus. Even the devil trembles and believes. But to know him in your heart. That's what I'm talking about. The last words Jesus said was, would you be a light for me? Turn on your heart light. Let them see me in you. Now, the reason why I know that Jesus is the Son of God, let me tell you why I believe. And a lot of people have said exactly the same thing. Those disciples were pretty tough people. They saw him raised from the dead. They saw the miracles and healing. They saw him ascend into heaven. Let me tell you something. All of them were martyred except for one. They tried to martyr him. That was John. And he lived about 100 years old or whatever better. Most people would have given up on that. Mm -hmm. when, they, when they hung you, they skinned you alive with knives, and they still declared that Jesus was the Lord, that he ascended into heaven, mm -hmm. and that he rose from the dead. Yeah. Now, I, let me tell you something. With that kind of torture, you would say no. So that tells me that Jesus, the Son of God, was physically put on the earth. Right. And people physically saw him ascend into heaven. They called it the ascension. Mm -hmm. uh, People saw that resurrection of those soldiers by the thing 
boom, and it knocked that big stone out the way. It knocked him to the ground. Something was going on, right, see? Right. A witness, you see? Mm -hmm. Why did Jesus come? To be a witness of the Father. Yeah, and you know, I looked up the root word for the word witness mm -hmm. in the Greek, and it's the same word that they interpret martyr. So they were martyred because they were a witness and for terribly. Jesus. And they tried to shut their voices. That's kind of what they we see a lot. It's not quite as extreme, but this cancel culture. They really want to shut up your your voice. They want to shut down your witness. But when God does something real in your heart, you 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 can't help but let it out. That's what yeah. they they even after um the Holy Ghost came in Acts chapter two, you can read about it. The Bible talks about how they began to speak and declare in an unknown tongue the wonderful works of God. And the people that were gathered there that day heard that. And that was a witness as well. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, I brought up here, I know because you just finished preaching that series. I wanted to talk about that today. You see, when you're a witness, if you believe in something, people should physically see it. I believe in healing, okay? Have you ever saw me sad, sick? I believe that you can live the peace of God, the peace from God, and the peace with God on this planet. That's why you don't see me sad. I believe in prosperity. That's why you see I, I live in a beautiful home. I drive a nice car. I'm not showing off. It's a witness of what I believe exactly. spiritually, physically. The result of what you're financially. believing. Right? Yeah, and it can happen to you. When I tell people that give to my ministry that the anointing of increases on me, which I am believing that this increase that God gave me will come upon them, mm -hmm. not so I can get, so you can give me money. I, I'm saying I want you to witness what I'm witnessing. Yeah. To be able to go buy a car and say that one and yeah. pay cash for it. You know, just remember. No, wait, let me finish. Go over and he buy. He always does that. No, no, you're interrupting me now. You well, know, that's I'm, what I'm hang trying on, to I'm do. not finishing. I'll let you know when I finish. That's what well, interruptions go, mean. Okay, I see. <laughs> oh, you're driving by and say, and it says for sale. You know, realtor, I want that house. And be able to go get it without a mortgage. I've done that. That's a wonderful thing. Why can't you do that? Well, now people want to criticize me. Want to criticize me and Kathy. All I'm doing is witnessing what I'm believing. Now go ahead. <laughs> I finished it. Go ahead. Did you lose your thought? No, I did not lose my thought. Uh, but I just want to teach account. you that to stop it letting... I need, you need to let me interrupt you. Okay, I, I want you to interrupt. Okay, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna that's let you. what dialogue. That's what it means. That okay. conversation. Okay, I understand. You know, that's why we all talk at the same time at the you table. You have a monologue pretty soft. You stop somehow. But no, but I was remembering like a while ago when we we're talking about the different types of witnesses that are in a courtroom, and the one I was trying to remember was an expert witness. Okay. They call in an expert witness. You know, the more we get into the Word of God, I don't claim to know everything, but we know a lot about... So you say you a know Christian a, can be an expert Don't witness? interrupt me. No, I see. You want me to... No, you but you, I honored your, your request, so you honor mine. I did mine. that on purpose. I just thought... No, it. you Go didn't. Ahead. You just did it. Anyway, the point is, is that but you were said you're really an expert witness when it comes to prosperity, when it comes to vision, when it comes to I'm a vision healing specialist. and what the Word of God says. And there are a lot of people who've spent a lot of time studying what the Word of God has to say about a certain subject. And I did that with salvation. That was the first thing I started really researching because we didn't have a need for money back in those days. We were born again. I mean, before I was born again and before you were born again, that money wasn't our issue. We were healthy. The healing wasn't our issue. But I needed salvation for my family. So that's what I cut my faith teeth on, was learning and seeing, searching out, see what the Word of God had to say about salvation. I came to verses that showed me I could believe for you. The first Peter talks about how the husbands are one, W-O-N, by the conversation of their wives. Talked about how it was God's will for all men to be saved. I saw scriptures that said that we could, that the, the devil is the one who blinds people's minds to the truth. Thank little you for not interrupting. Little monologue coming uh, up. 
blinds people's minds. To the, I mean, I just had them all in a row. I had like all these scriptures on salvation in, in a row. And I basically, I was an expert witness about the fact mm. that God wants all people to be saved. So I tur turned my attention to you and I said, it's just a matter of time. And I just okay. prayed and believed and trusted God okay. and you got born again. Is ahead, speaking in tongues a witness of the Holy Ghost? Totally, totally a Tell witness. Tell them. Speaking in tongues is a witness of the Holy Ghost. In fact, he is the one who empowers you to witness effectively. In fact, I found out that the Holy Spirit can even go before and prepare a heart so that when you're stepping in that position and you're obedient to him, you can say words that'll get them to the point of salvation. I think that's what happened when I talked to you. And I don't even remember saying these words, but I remember praying all the time and laying hands on you and all kinds of things that I did intercede seated for you. And so uh, I remember that day when I said, why don't you watch Billy Graham with me? And, mm -hmm. and you said, why would I want to do that? And you said, and I don't remember saying this, but I know now there was a Holy Spirit led statement. And I probably didn't think about it, didn't realize that I was saying something that was, that God had put in my heart to say. And, and you, and it was, uh, well, he's pulling more people than you are because you were all about mm -hmm. entertainment. You love drawing a crowd Finance, money. and you, that always impressed you. And, and so you said, well, yeah, he must be saying something. I said that he must be saying something, <clears throat> excuse me, look at the crowds. And so it was this whole stadium full of people and it caught your attention and you listened. Well, you know, I can understand Hollywood actors wanting to win an Oscar because they want to, I guess that's the highest uh, you can go in your career if you win the best actor or best actors or whatever. And, it, and so when I was a center, <laughs> I wanted I wanted what Hollywood had. Yeah. I, I wanted fame, I wanted fortune. I didn't realize the trouble that it brings. Right. And right. I was getting close. Let me tell you something. I was doing super, super well. But what happened was Kathy was praying and and a prophet had prophesied that I would get to the very close to like I say, to the top of this top thing. Top of your career. Yeah, and then we turned to the Lord. All these things were happening. Now, so I got born again. She was so happy. And that's a wonderful witness. But you weren't satisfied with that. You were not satisfied with me being born again. Because mm -hmm. your next step, I mean, my God, I ain't got enough chance to enjoy the of being born again. She said, you got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And so she, now she's trying to get me filled. Lord Jesus. I said, I mean, it took a lot for me just to believe that Christ would be my Lord and Savior. That was a wonderful moment. I'll never forget. Yeah, but then immediately she said, okay, next step. We're going, we're going to the uh, to the power part. And I could barely, un I, I was just barely learning to receive the good part of just knowing <laughs> Jesus as Lord. That's what I mean by being a witness. Yeah. It's called ever learning. Yeah. It's called ever manifesting God's word. Now, I'm going to say something. You may disagree with it. In other words, if you believe in healing, that doesn't mean the devil don't attack you. You know, and I don't deny that. I just deny <laughs> it's right to affect me. You see, I just keep going. Yeah. It don't make, I'll give you a, a, something that happened to me. If it wouldn't happen to me, I don't know if I could believe it. Uh, I never have had allergies in any way, shape, or form all my life until maybe, I don't know, three, four years ago. And I begin to notice, I never heard, noticed pollen, uh, oak, ragweed. I don't know anything about that. Stuff. But I have a black truck, and I'd pull up, and I'd see this yellow film. And I'd say, what is that? And I'd just wipe it off, and all of a sudden, I'm going, <laughs> you know? And what it was, it, I guess I formed an allergy. Shouldn't have wiped it off. I shouldn't have wiped that <laughs> thing off. Okay, but that didn't stop me from Let preaching. Let the wind do it. <laughs> so one day, I mean, I, not, and I don't, I mean, I got hit in my throat. You can call it, 
I don't know where you lose your throat. What do they call that? The, laryngitis? Laryngitis. Bad. And I had to preach that Sunday. And I mean squeaking. Hey, squeaking. And the devil said, you will not preach this Sunday. And I said, yes, I will. I said it like this. Yes, I will. You know? And I mean, I had to force that with every part of my being. I was in pain. It was hurt. I got up there. And I started preaching. And, you know, I wanted to preach three minutes because it's hurting. I wound up preaching about 45. And I mean squeaking. Painful, hurting, breaking, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, and the people were going, amen, glory to God. And I thought, they don't, how can they understand me? I struggled all the way through that thing. Okay, well, we finished the service, you know, and, and we dismissed. And I was really, I said, well, I tell you what, devil, you didn't shut me up. I did, it may not have sounded very good, but hey, uh, I did it. Well, and that was the days of cassettes. You remember they had cassettes before we had DVDs and CDs and all that kind of stuff? So I thought, man, and normally everything I preach, they'll put it in the archives. Mm -hmm. I'll try to do something like that. I said, give me a copy. I want, to, I want to know a copy of what I preached this morning on cassette. And I don't want y'all to put this in the archives. Because yeah, I've been squeaking. It was, it was so bad. Right. So <clears throat> without thinking, I went home. You remember they had them little cassette recorders by this big, something like that? Right. I stuck it in there, and I heard myself go, well, praise the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And I'm talking like this. That's breaking. how your ears heard it. I heard, man, I heard when it. You I felt it. it. I was in pain. I was in everything. I listened to the whole cassette, and no wonder, wonder why the people wasn't disturbed and said, boy, he, he must be really, man, he needs to stop. He's really, he's in pain. He's lost his voice, and he's straining it and going to hurt it even more, you know, and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. It was as clear as a bell. God is my witness. It was as clear as God a bell. God is my witness. God is my witness. That's <laughs> it. But I mean, it shocked me. And I believe in miracles. That was a miracle. Totally a miracle. And now, watch it. The people didn't know it was a miracle. I didn't know it was. I thought, they, well, why are they shouting? They can't understand half of what I'm saying because I can't. I would break the word, would break. You know how your throat does that? Just do everything you could. But God made sure I got that message out. So it went... Uh, it was amazing. After I finished, now watch this. Went to, we have a speaker room in the back, and uh, uh, we had some people. Some people come from the back into the speaker room, and they heard me. And they went, "Well, but Jack, what's wrong with your throat, man? You must have just preached yourself. You just lost your throat. Lost my throat. I've been, I've been having this for two days. You know what I'm saying? Then they realized, they saw and heard the raspiness of what it was. But when the anointing of God was there. That's it. And even though I wanted to quit, the power of God. I didn't want to finish. I was in pain. I'm not lying. My throat was hurting like, you know, like a strep kind of feel throat if you ever had that. But the word of God got out. And I've learned. I said, no devil in hell will stop me. I can squeak. And there's been some of them I've squeaked to. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't care. Because you didn't have to do it again. But it proved to me once that right there it was enough that nothing can stop the word of the living God. That was a witness for me. Mm -hmm. So people ask me all the time, well, you know, why you preach so much? To, well, he said, go to Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the world. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that as soon as I finish this boardroom chat. I'm heading out to preach this gospel. So when people criticize me, you notice it don't bother me very much. Watch me. Water on a duck's back. Well, I tell you what, he's so blessed to God. Well, that's just a witness of what I believe, of the 30, the 60, the 100-fold. Mm -hmm. And people say, I don't believe in healing. That's because you're sick all the time. 
You see, why don't you believe in, in divine healing, divine health, and divine life? I mean, you have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you get, oh, well, why don't you believe Genesis 6, 3? How about witness that? That the, the lifespan of a person is 120 years. Mm-hmm. Man, that's pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why don't we just witness it? Well, miracles are not for today. Look at me, ladies and gentlemen. I am still a miracle of God. I believe if my mother could talk, she'd be screaming from the... Uh, the she can uh, talk, but she's in heaven. She, she'd be you saying, that voice. boy is a miracle of God. Yeah. See? Well, well, you know, even when Jesus was on the earth and they came to him and he, they asked him, are you the Christ? And he says, well... And he said, go tell, he's asked, John sent his disciples to him, says, are you the Christ or should we wait for another? What was Jesus' response to him, to, to those disciples of John, yeah. the Baptist? Well, he says, go tell them what you see. Yeah. Go tell, basically, go be a witness. Mm-hmm. Be a witness for what you've been seeing demonstrated. The blind is, eyes are open. The, the lame the walk, hear. the deaf hear. Those are the manifestations of the power of the present, that was present there with, in the life of Jesus. Now, you know, this verse here, here, I love this. This is a prophetic thing in Acts chapter 1, verse 9, and, and verse 11, which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. So those angels were a witness. Of Jesus. That's right. Now, that watch that. You can say what you want. You can call me the biggest, stupidest fool to ever walk the face of this earth. Jesus is coming. Yes. The way you saw him going up is the way we're going to see him same coming way. back. On that and same people say, I don't believe that. You're going to wish to God you had when you see him because right now he's your savior. But that day he becomes your judge. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother ball game right. there, you see? Yeah. So I like that. You, you, he went off at me this morning. We were talking about be your witnesses. And this, you need to go listen to it. Huh? I'll show you how to find it on, oh, yeah. on the social Lord. media. Hallelujah. You... I want to say one more thing, though, before we okay. go, because I just thought of something that can I Can I touch that without you pulling it out my hand? You can, but I don't want you to okay, interrupt I'm... me. Okay, I just <laughs> wasn't going to look but at it. there's so <laughs> many different ways that we can witness for God, and, and one of the ways you can witness right now is you can share this post and this thing that you're watching and share with all the people that follow you because it's so important, and that is the type of uh, witness that Andrew was. You know, when Jesus came on the earth, uh, John the Baptist was baptizing, and two disciples of John, mm-hmm. uh, which was John and Andrew, saw them. And Andrew went and got his brother. He he says, "Come and meet, come meet. I found the Messiah." He went and got his brother Peter. See, Peter didn't hear it firsthand. Andrew did, but Andrew went and got Peter. Right. And he brought him someplace. Like you can get some. Maybe you can't explain the whole plan of salvation, or maybe you're uncomfortable sharing. But you can bring someone to church. You can bring someone or help invite someone to church or invite someone to, to watch a post, something that really touched that you think will help them to find their way to Jesus. But so all of us can witness in one way or another and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit about that. Amen. And he did. I mean, became one of the, well, actually Peter became the head disciple of the Jesus of Nazareth Evangelistic Association. Yeah. And think about it. If, if Andrew would have kept it to himself and just d- ignored that or didn't, you know, because it was pre- he knew it was real, so he wanted his brother right. Andrew to know about it and so, Peter to know about it. So Andrew was responsible for getting Peter to Jesus. And I, look what what kind of work we don't hear a whole lot of work what P- Andrew did, but we're still talking about it and reading things that Peter. Well, I'm gonna did. tell you something. Kathy said you should bring someone to church, and you should because the Bible says, "Forsake not the assembly of yourselves." But let's say you can't go, then we'll bring church to you. That's what we're doing here today. There are people who can't See, go. That's there, so true. There's some people who can't, so we will bring it to them. But if you have the opportunity that you can walk, 
you got the opportunity that you should get up. Make a, it's make a crucifixion it. of the flesh and, and come to church. And it's a witness in itself. And I'm not saying that because I'm a preacher. Because you're right now, I mean, I'm looking at a camera. You see, you're looking at me and Kathy right here. But as far as I'm concerned, I see millions of people. You see, but I'm, I mean, so I'm not moved by whether you say amen or oh me or oh my, all that kind of stuff. Because you can't say it. I mean, I can't hear you say that if you're saying that, see? Well, they'll make a comment. We can yeah, they can make it. a comment. Well, I read it, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But my point is that, uh, it, that, that that doesn't affect me. I'm saying is some of you people, and I really believe you've been living in fear over this COVID thing. You're so scared. You need to get rid of this junk. Get rid of fear. Fear tolerated is faith contaminated. And say, I'm coming to church. I'm going to believe. I had one man say, well, you know, I just don't want to get her. I might die. I'm going to say something going to shock you. It's easy to die. <laughs> it ain't hard to die. It's hard to live. There you go. That's what's hard is living daily. See what I'm saying? And now you think at 160 hours in a week, okay, seven days. You know, God said, can you, you can give him an hour and a half. Uh, some people only give him 28 minutes or whatever, you know. I'm it's a, he's not asking for that much. Yeah, and your life is a witness. If you're a parent, your, your children are witnessing the fact that God is not first in your life because church is not important. But when things fall apart, all of a sudden people nearly realize they need God. But we need to prepare before the attacks hit, before yeah. the problems arise. Well, let me show the witness. Put of, the word of God in our hearts so we can live a victorious life. I've had people get mad at me because people support our ministry. Oh, they tithe. They actually tithe. Well, you know, let me tell you something about God's... Uh, you, you give, God requires a lot less than the United States government. I mean, my <laughs> God, it's just a tenth of your income. I mean, Lord, I mean, a lot less. I mean, you, you say, well, I don't pay that much taxes. Every time you buy a loaf of bread, you do. Every time you buy a gallon of gas, you do. Anytime you buy anything, you're getting hit with sales tax. You're getting hit with a federal tax. You're getting hit with state buy a tax. Buy tank of gas. I'm telling you, man, those things. See, you don't realize it because you've grown accustomed to it. But people get real angry when people support our ministry. Well, he's just stealing that money. Now, you're a liar, and I'll just say it to your face. You're a liar. I don't do that because if, if I did what you said, I'd be in jail. You see what I'm saying? And I don't mind just telling you, man. I mean, if you're going to say something about it, at least speak the truth. Yes, am I a blessed man? I'm a very blessed man. Why? Because I'm a witness of what I believe. And God blesses me. I'm a sower of seed. I'm a receiver of harvest. I, I, you don't get mad at a farmer because he sows a crop and then he harvests it and he brings it back. And he supplies it for his next year of uh, Right, and we're thing. teaching people all over the world to do the same. And yeah. we're getting great testimonies of results People in getting out of lives. debt. People that have joined our ministry and partnership, uh, tell them, they, they write it. Getting out of debt is it, the most amazing thing. That doesn't mean, not all of them, no. But the fat lady ain't sung, like we say in South Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Hang on. I really believe you can get it all if you'll just trust God and believe God. Mm -hmm. You had some great testimony. Now, these are witnesses. They are. When we read those words, that's them talking. Mm -hmm. We need we, we to create these things. Now, I yeah. don't want to touch that because she keeps pulling it out of my hand. So yeah. why don't you read a couple well, of these are great, but I got one this morning that's going to be in our June magazine, and it's so beautiful. I just thought, felt led to read it now because someone... Uh, was proofing it, and we're going to put it in the you partner You have to explain letter. them they have to be ahead since it's the June it's magazine. It's way ahead, but I'm just going to give you a, help, uh, a little insight. It's from someone in Minnesota. It says, I started looking back over the course when I started sowing seed and the harvest I've received. I came across some amazing information about my seed and its increase. I started sowing seed in April of 2019. In one year's time, 
my seed giving doubled. And then from 2020 to 2021, my harvest and my seed sowing tripled, plus some. I had never looked at those numbers before until recently. That is absolutely amazing, and I am almost debt-free. The God. harvest has been just as plentiful as the increase of seed giving. God is so good. And I love the fact that they, a lot of these people are learning about it for the first time because of the different uh, platforms and the different outreaches that, that we have. That is a witness of what I'm telling you, mm -hmm. that when people sow in our ministry, the anointing of increase is on me. I'm not trying to get something from you. I'm trying to get something to you, ladies and gentlemen. You see what I'm trying to say? Listen to me. That's all Jesus ever did. He wasn't trying to get something from people. He was trying to get something to them that you might know the Father. Right. That's why he said, I only say what my Father says. And I only do what my father says to do. And I tell you one thing, it will work. It mm -hmm. will work. I, my daughter said, Daddy, you believe that hundredfold to the core. Not only for me, but for you. But you got to give me something to work with, which is a seed. You got to give God something to work with. Well, I said, well, I want a baby. Well, you, uh, you got to sow some seed. You understand? I mean, you can't just say, I want a baby, I want a baby. There's a natural thing that you do to receive a baby. Yeah. That's, that's just common sense, you see? And then you don't get mad because you have a child. Yeah. And it's common sense. That's what you was believing for. I think it's... Well, this it, person, I love that. that, that, that beautiful? That, that's amazing. Yeah. And I don't really believe a lot of our partners. You go back since you start being a partner in this mission. Watch what happens. I'll tell you one thing. I know a lot of people were sad, sick disgusted, and they started listening to our ministry. I'm not bragging on myself, but we bring joy. We bring peace, man. And right. We bring encouragement. Some of my best friends say, you encourage more people than anybody I've ever seen in my life, but you don't get discouraged. I don't have time to discourage. <laughs> to diss it, I'm going to encourage. That's See, good. Instead of discourage. Courage, right? And that's going to happen. Go ahead. That's I good. mean, I'm starting well, to preach. Well, you know, it. I was just thinking that when we witness, a lot of times when we talk about witnessing, we're just thinking about maybe our salvation and telling people, mm -hmm. helping people come to the throne of God. But our witnessing in our ministry has gone farther than that. It includes that. Right. But God has given us teachings from His Word to help us to realize that that like like the teaching you're just talking about being teaching about giving and the mm -hmm. witness that we have that what has happened in our life. And then we start telling people about what happened in our life and how we put the word of God into work. That's a witness. And then people hear about it and they change. Sure. They change. This, this testimony here is from Christina and illustrates that. It says, love y'all so much. You both are my favorite two people to listen to. Praise God. I partner with this ministry and it is such a blessing. I'm believing for healing in my mind and a house for my children. I have, I have a picture drawn and placed on my refrigerator just like Kathy did. So and I told this testimony <laughs> years ago and how when we lived in this little tiny two-bedroom house was like 900 and something square feet. I mean, 960 square feet. He always remembers the exact feet. numbers. I'm 104 Hillier Street. That's yes, not mine. So I would... We were, I had this house and I had it on my heart that we needed a bigger house. At that time, I had like eight children that I watched five days a no, week. You I didn't did have eight children. No, I had a daycare <laughs> business. Thank you. I had a daycare. Yeah. I'm trying to rush through it because I know you're going to put me on the clock in a minute. No, we got, but, we got time. Um, <laughs> we got time. We got time. <laughs> but I remember, you know, I had these little children that would come from Monday through Friday. I watched eight of them in my home and it was a beautiful time in my life. I really enjoyed it. And so uh, they would come in and I remember had the house was small and you started in the ministry while we were in that house. And I really had it on my heart that I wanted you to have a room where you could study the Bible, have a quiet place, 
because when you came back home and you weren't traveling, it was not very quiet. Right. So I remember putting a drawing, getting a, a large sheet of paper, drawing out a floor plan, and putting and putting what I wanted in this house. And it was like a three-bedroom house, and because uh, we only had one child, we just wanted one that was a guest room, and then I wanted a, a study for Jesse. And I remember drawing this all out, and and but I wrote on it different scriptures that I was believing for, for my house. And by wisdom is a house built, I think it's Proverbs 24. By wisdom is a house built, and by, by understanding is every chamber filled with pleasant and precious things. And you bought me a little desk. You remember that? That little desk? I bought That's you a little desk. That's in the foyer of my, my office now? That, that was that desk? first little desk when yep. that manifestation of that house. I anyway, remember everything. <laughs> I, he's, he's interrupting my story. Anyway, See, the, uh, the you, thing wait, is... Wait, wait, wait. You, uh, you just... She said... I, I can, two of us, both of us. Yes. See, but so the I don't story, interrupt you that much because, see, both of us talking. She yeah, said, but both, she heard both of us say it. I got you. See, she, read what she said. Um, both of the, us. The refrigerator, just like people, Kathy did. Yeah. Favorite two people. That means. Calm down. I'm not calm down. I just, <laughs> yeah, I had a chance. I had to grab it. I want to finish my story. Okay, finish your story. So the point is, is that I had this paper on the refrigerator. <coughs> I wrote the scriptures down. But I also wrote a statement across there, subject to change by the master builder. I knew that I had to put something out, get a vision out. That was like a, today they call it a vision board, but I had a vision. Every time I'd walk back that, by that refrigerator in that little bitty tiny house, I'd put my hand on it and say, in the name of Jesus, I call it in. And people would come by the house and say, what's this, Kathy? They'd see it with my little magnet stuck on that little mm -hmm. refrigerator door. And I'd be able to explain to them that was a witness of what I was believing for. And I saw the manifestation. And when God manifested that home, it had more than I'd expected. I didn't expect to have a screened-in patio on the back. That home was at 1 North I, King Court. It was beautiful. The next house. And then I had... Uh, that's irrelevant to my story. Oh, it's not. It's He's very relevant. If you flow. go see it, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I did one of the things I wanted. I wanted a garage that I could get in out of the rain because it rains so much in South Louisiana. And so that was. I got all the things that I wanted and then more because it was subject to change by the master builder, and that was God. But this is what she's referring to. So she's and I'm believing with you, Christina, that you're going to have the manifestation of your Amen. home as well too. God will do above and beyond what you're able to even ask or think. That's a great witness. Yeah, that was a blessing of the Lord. That little, that first house, it was a, it cost fourteen thousand seven hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. That address girl. was one hundred four Hillier Street. I could have bought beautiful, You're not but letting I get... me interrupt you. Wait, that address was one hundred four Hillier Street. Right. She she can interrupt me anytime <laughs> she wants. I, I don't. I don't get. We're having bent, fun. I, I don't get. I've been out of shape. Yes, as she does. No, yes, I don't. It's do. very easy. Yes, she so do. so that was fourteen thousand seven hundred dollars, and I was a witness for people all over that little neighborhood. And you were a witness when you paid it off early to the to paid person it because early. it was bought from an owner that was actually across the street. Can I tell him my story? He was on that? like the uh, land. He huh? he was a, uh, he, it was a rent house for him for years. Yeah. Yeah. Please, he he, go he ahead. sold it to me. My the people that live next door to me and the man that owned the house that I bought it from, uh, I bought a what do they call that a homeowner financing is what it he was. Yeah, he made. They the, saw he made me the put on. my hands up on that house, <laughs> that 960 square foot home, put my hands on that house and say this this loud in the name of Jesus, I command you to be debt free, and then, and then I look at my at my I mean it wasn't that far. I'm talking across the little street, 35 feet, uh, maybe 40 feet, uh, our neighbor next door, and then across the street with Mr. Easton, 
He said, what you doing, Jesse? I said, believe in God to pay you off. <laughs> and then he bust out laughing. He and said, he say, won't you come over here and do that to me, he said. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah but he was already, he was a pretty wealthy man, uh -huh. I think. You know, he's just making jokes. <laughs> but I did it. You see, I just, I decided to trust God. We because did. we read something that was amazing. Oh, no man, anything but to love. Nothing wrong. I, I'm not fighting you. Don't get mad and don't get in the combination if you got a mortgage. I just saw something I hadn't seen before. Right, right. So I wanted to believe it and then be a witness to it. Yeah, I know, Jesse, there is a kingdom principle in the word of God that says out of the mouth of two or more witch witnesses shall a thing be established. That's right. Now that record, uh, was re recording in, in the Old Testament talking about different uh, it, with the judges and things like that. But the mouth of two witnesses, there are witnesses in the word of God which said the, sure. for the things we promised. That, the word of God is a witness. You know, like when, when the Bible talks about by his stripes you're healed, that's one time. Second Peter chapter 2, 24, I think it First says. 1 Peter 2, 24. 1 Peter. He says, by his stripes you were healed. Thank you. 1 Peter. I'm not, I know you're here for a reason. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's actually quoting Isaiah where it says the same thing. And there's another mm -hmm. part in the Bible where that mm -hmm. says, so those are witnesses. Sure. And when you find a witness, when you find something in the word of God, God will confirm it. And that witness that his word that was spoken is a witness to you of what you can have. So well, me, can this I say this concept then? is so strong. So if you want to criticize me because I'm a blessed man, all I'm going to tell you is this. It's a witness. So you can have the same thing. It's a witness. So instead of getting mad, Except now you got something you can see that you can believe for and then receive for. Right. That's right, simple. Right. Just literally this that's simple. I mean, you don't complicate that whatsoever at all. Right. Because the Bible tells that we're living witnesses. Yeah. We're living stones. We're living witnesses. Living stones, yeah. For that's, Jesus. And so when you understand what, what we're doing today is that uh, that when we finish this, you gotta let your light shine. That doesn't mean you go knocking on, you can if you want, knock on the next day and go, hello, would you like to meet Jesus Christ, the Lord of your life? I know some people do that, nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking mm -hmm. that. I'm just saying, living a witness lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That would be a good title for this board and chat. Learning to live a witness lifestyle. In other words, what you believe, people can read it. They can see it. It It'll becomes be like physical. A billboard. Your life is yeah. a billboard. Yeah, my a vision board. You call it what you want. I like that with Terry Sabelle Boy. She said, the Lord gave it that say a vision board. That's a blessing of the Lord. See, when you understand what God will do, you'll get to a point. God is my witness that you'll get, <laughs> and I said it, you'll get paid for your whatever you work, and you'll get your check, and you'll do this. Hmm. What am I gonna do with this? Mm -hmm. Because you won't need it. That's right. You can give it away. You can save it. Give it to your children, grandchildren, whatever. Why not get to that point? Mm -hmm. Why not? Right. Why would anybody fight that? The Bible said a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Right. That's three generations. Him, his children, and then his grandchildren. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a miracle I of love that. And I love the fact that it's, it's consistent with the Word of God. You know, so many people... What they say is one thing, but what they live and, and, and their results is another. They're opposite. But God wants us to get to a point that what we say, we manifest. Amen. We don't just talk about uh, healing. We Confession manifest healing. Must be possession. It, it, it continues on, and the results yeah. are there. That's why Jesus told John's disciples, go tell them what you see. I, I've told that to my granddaughter, and she's 14 now, but even when she was just a little bitty baby, I would tell her about that she wanted to know about some things. She'd ask me, wanted to come with me about something. I said, let's go make some memories. 
what I wanted her to remember, if Jesus tarried, I go by the way of the grave, that those things she witnessed her grandfather right. doing. See, making memories. Memories. I That's love a, just that. a blessing of the Lord. Right. And it, it, it just is. And uh, you get to that point. Right. You can do this, ladies and gentlemen. This is not hard. Right. I know, I, 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 I know living's hard, but you can break some of the hardness and make it become wonderful to do. Get up every morning and go, whoa, praise God. What can I do today that right. I may glorify my right. Heavenly Father? Yeah, no, just thinking about, about you saying remember, that blessed me so much because I was thinking about how the, uh, even the communion, Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. When we remember him, it just strengthens us. We remember what his blood meant. And that's his blood on the cross was a witness. The, his body broken on the cross is a witness to the whole world. The whole, the symbol of the cross. I mean, people wear a cross around their neck. I put one on today, but I took it off because sometimes the microphone right, yeah. uh, affects it. So, but when we wear, that's a, that's a witness of Amen. what Christ did so long ago. So everything in our lives should become a witness and, and be an example for him. I heard someone say that. You know, uh, uh, when you remember, it, it brings people together. And think of the difference with, difference with dismember. It pulls people apart. Uh, yeah. when we need to be always remembering what Christ did. And when we don't, we're dismembering our own selves. We're, we're tearing our own lives apart. But remembering what he did is life-changing. Well, one of the greatest remembrance I ever have, I, ha I do have an airplane, my own plane, and we fly it. Well, my pilots fly it. Mm -hmm. To make a long story short, is simply <laughs> this. I've been down in three airplane crashes. I never forget going down one time. People screaming and holler. I mean, you've never heard people scream to you on a plane and it's doing this, going. I mean, it's just screaming. And I had an opportunity to scream. Yeah, I remember that story. I had an opportunity to say, "Oh God," you know. Then I, but in my mind, as it was happening, why am I gonna spend the rest, of the, the last minute of my life screaming? Well, I ain't gonna do that. All of a sudden, I remember the verse, death and life is in the power of the tongue. The verse was a witness to you. Yeah, it, and I went like this, you devil from hell, <laughs> get your head off this earth. I mean, I'm, I screamed that in the name of Jesus. I declare life. And my God, that plane was doing this. And I mean, we got down pretty low, and they leveled it out, and it's doing like this. And uh, when we landed, I mean, it was rough. I mean, and I'm not kidding you, it was rough. And, you know, some people got hurt. They were thrown out of their seats. You know what I mean? Because someone broke a leg or something. Oh yeah, bro I mean, and when I say broke it, I'm not just talking about crack. It's I mean, you could see, up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it was terrible. And uh, I never forget that. What do you say? You know, immediately those things come down. You got to slide out of there. And all that. And, uh, and I thought, thank God, I remembered that verse. Mm -hmm. And I'm here today to explain that to you. Yeah, and your presence there was a was a witness to was the people, which you maybe never well, saw people, again. Over over the time, they'd say you, you didn't get scared. Yeah, I'm just, I mean you can get scared after like the fact. Else. You said you got yeah, scared. Yeah, I, I got to thinking. <laughs> Good God, we were what going. Uh, you know, but when you, I got, to, I remember saying that I'm not going to spend the last minute of my life screaming. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a last minute of my life. I'm a remember thinking Jesus, glory to God, and here we go. And you, so you're rebuking but, the devil. And, well, yes, and I rebuked it. Before we go off, that guy that, uh, I think it was in the Pentagon, that the plane that crashed into the Pentagon, he sent a message to his wife, told her that he loved her, blah, blah, this and that. I, and I believe I'm correct in saying that. And then the last thing I heard him say was this, let's roll. 
and went up because they were about the, to uh, it, uh, attack the co cockpit with those hijackers. Yeah, well, no, they already had. That's what they had. They would. They had. They already had killed some of the people on that plane. Right. Those hijackers. And yeah. he said, "Let's roll." They're trying to help. Now, he's thinking something there, buddy. So you talk about a great uh, hero. That man. Great was a witness. Great hero. He was a great witness. So today, you have an opportunity to witness not only today but for life. Yes. So what you believe, let people see it, and if they criticize it, that's okay. Yeah. You just manifest what you believe. Yeah, and let the Holy Ghost empower you and lead you so that you can be effective in, in where you go and who you speak That's to it. and get the results that he wants. So until next time, Jesse and Kathy the Planet said, we'll see you again. God bless you. Bye-bye.